Father, thank you for our godly mothers who love you with all of their heart, with all of their mind, with all of their soul, which in return gives them the motherly ability to love their children in accordance with your holy will. May the witches of this world who despise your design of a sacred family, may they repent of their evil by surrendering to your son today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I had posted a meme the other day, and on the top of this meme, it had a very sad-looking Wojak that said, I scroll the internet all day long and find no hope. Then on the bottom of that same meme, it had a Chad who says, I open the Bible every day and I have the hope of Christ. And that is what I bring to you today, my friends, the hope of Jesus Christ the Lord. We read in Isaiah 33:22, for the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, he will save us. Not America first, but Christ first, my friends. We need Christ first fathers, we need Christ first mothers who have not negotiated with demons because it's the negotiation of demons is the reason why we have the manifestation of the demons that we have today in the witches of covens and the covens of witches. So instead of complaining about your mother today, be thankful that she did not abort you. We read in Numbers 11, 1, and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. And I'll say this to you as well, women, who complain about being pregnant. You will regret the day that you ever mocked childbearing. You will regret the day that you ever complained saw a video of an abortion doctor that sat before Congress as he explained the brutality and the murderous barbarian act of ripping apart a young child. And he even had the audacity to say when that child came out, it was as if he had sadness on his face. Isaiah 32, 12, they shall lament, lament for the teats for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vine. You will lament, and if not in this life, you will in the next. So women, all of those marriage and womanhood life skills you have thrown away for loneliness, a cat, welfare, and a right to choose sign. Isaiah 32, 9, rise up, you women that are at ease. Hear my voice, you careless daughters. Give ear unto my speech, the prophet Isaiah says, through the Lord. And I'm here to tell you as a preacher of the word of God, trust in the Lord before it is too late. Have you been part of a, an abortion? Have you had an abortion? It's never too late to find 
peace in Jesus Christ, forgiveness in Jesus Christ, grace in Jesus Christ. Isaiah 33, 2, O Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited for thee, be thou their arm every morning, our salvation also in the time of trouble. Came across a TikTok video yesterday that was posted on Twitter by Ian Haworth. And there was a woman who was at a college campus. And there were hundreds of students that were present. And this lady said, ladies, if you get pregnant, run down to the abortion clinic and have that little bastard sucked right out. And then the crowd cheered and they roared. Ian says they know what abortion is and they cheer pure evil. Now, the woman in this video goes by the name of Sister Candy. And I had posted and reposted that video yesterday before I understood that this woman indeed is an anti-abortionist. And she was speaking sarcastically. Her clip was taken out of a much larger speech, which I have not seen. But all I know is this, is that Sister Candy had perfectly portrayed the evil mindset of the baby killers. She perfectly portrayed what a witch would say and, and are saying across this land as they even surround the houses of our justices even today. So context or not, I do believe that the evil of abortion was pointed out in this clip. And if you want true context, here it is. While mothers disappear, witches arise. While God is rejected, Satan is accepted. Darkness reigns without Christ. And this is the context of the witch coven, my friends. And that is the title of today's live gospel episode, Witch Covens. Darkness reigns without Christ. But I will tell you this, that the coals of fire that our children have been sacrificed upon will return to burn these same witches without Jesus Christ. Isaiah 33, 1, Woe to thee that spoilest, and thou wast not spoiled, and dealest treacherously, and they dealt not treacherously with thee. When thou shalt cease to spoil, thou shalt be spoiled. And when thou make an end to deal treacherously, they shall deal treacherously with thee. Judgment is coming. And what I, I all I have to say is let them all burn if they refuse the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. If they refuse to repent of their evil ways, let them all burn. Isaiah 33, 14, the sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness hath surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Then the true then the Trump worshipers say, you have to understand the context of Trump. You must trust the plan, they say. Yeah, trust the plan, they say. Every single plan except the word of God. 
And I'm not interested in your witch coven plans. I'm not interested in a man who exalts himself as the jab father. Andrew Torbo had posted on Gab. He said Trump had the owner of Johnson & Johnson on stage tonight bragging how much cash they have from their death shot in between him endorsing Dr. Oz, the Turkish citizen and New Jersey resident Hollywood doctor who is running for Senate in my home state. He was booed the entire night and well-deserved. If you're still supporting this grift by now, there's really no sense in talking to you. And this is why we must put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone. Despicable, he says. Torba gets it. Jesus Christ is the only way, my friends. And all I have to say is that the Antichrist has an easy job ahead of him. Keep trusting in your political idols who are leading you to the path of hell. Isaiah 33, 10, now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I lift up myself. And this is not Trump. This is Jesus Christ, the Lord, the God whom I serve. And if you want a stable nation, my friends, there must be righteous judgment in this land. We must have courts filled with the wisdom and the knowledge of the Lord because strength flows from salvation. Isaiah 33, five through six, the Lord is exalted for he would dwelleth on high. He hath filled Zion with judgment and righteousness. In wisdom and knowledge shall he, shall be the stability of thy times. I read that again. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Otherwise, what we get in this land is witch coven surrounding the homes of our justices. Verse 7, Isaiah 33, Behold, their valiant ones shall cry without the ambassadors of peace. Weep bitterly. We need justice, justices who will rise above the offended blood of our children, who will rise above the bribes of the Antichrist. Isaiah 33, 15, he that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of the blood and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. This country has shut their eyes too long from the blood of our children that has been spilt across this land. All I know is that we can use a, as a few numbers 10-9 trumpets today. We sure can use a few of them, O oh Lord God Almighty. Numbers 10-9, and if you go to war in your land against the enemy that oppresseth you, then you shall blow an alarm with the trumpets, and you shall be remembered before the Lord your God, and you shall be saved from your enemies. All I have to say is my preacher friends has preached the word, and its fire will spread. The light of this fire will remove the darkness. The light of this fire and the heat thereof will burn the witches of this land. Numbers 11:25. And the Lord came down in the cloud and spake unto him and took of the spirit that was upon him and gave it to the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon him, they prophesied and did not cease. Who is with me? Who stands with me against the witch covens of this world? I am sent to preach the word of God. 
and most will just scroll and most will just walk by and few will listen. But regardless, every day I preach by the grace of God, God is glorified and he will be honored by my faith that he has given me. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 through 15. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him in, in whom they have not hear, heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach, preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. And I preach to you today the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, my fellow preachers, we should all practice Numbers 9-8. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. And that is what I preach. I preach the word of God. I don't preach some man's plans. I'm not trusting in the plans of men. I'm trusting in the word of God, and that's what I preach to you today. Concerning you, Father, and concerning you, Mother, and concerning you child, I pray that you look to the plan that's found in the word of God today that has been written by Jesus Christ. Listen, if you want a sugar-coated gospel, there are plenty of churches in this land called America for that purpose. They even decorate these churches in rainbows and they are even led by witches. Witches that hate your family and the God that has ordained the family to have a father and to have a mother who nurtures and loves her children. So before you start working on eschatology, dear Christians, you might want to start working on your family instead. Get that straight before you try to figure out the end times or it's going to be the end of your family as we know it. And listen, my friends, my faith was not born through your rest your recipe of eschatology anyways. My faith was born through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that we understand that a father needs a mother. A mother needs a father. A child needs a mother and a father, and a family needs God. Period. A single parent an orphan life is a heavy burden to bear, and I wish it upon nobody. And that is why me and my wife have strived to keep our marriage together, but with the foundation of Jesus Christ all of these years, so that my children would have a father, and so that my children would have a mother. All I know is this, if the Spirit of God is upon a family, if the Spirit of God is upon a thing, others will rally for that cause and we need men and women of God to rally for the family like no other time in history. Numbers eleven seventeen, and I will come down and talk with thee there and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee that thou bear it not thyself alone. You and I are not alone in this world, my friends. We have Jesus Christ. He will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. He will never leave, nor will he forsake your family if you rested upon him. We will not be alone. Never underestimate the power and the, of the glory of the King of glory. Numbers eleven twenty three. And the Lord said unto Moses, Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Are you bearing a burden? 
from your family? Is it separated? Do you think that the Lord's hand is short that he cannot save you? Do you think his hand is too short that he cannot save your marriage, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your grandchildren? Bring it before the Lord. Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. Ruffian 76 on Gab says, On the eve of economic collapse in World War III, I sleep like a baby knowing that Jesus is Lord. Silver Friend on Gab says, Same, feeling cozy. No matter what happens, I will never have to endure the suffering my Savior has already paid for me. Worst they could do is take my life, which I win and will be with our Savior although I have work to do here now. Did you hear that, my friends? We have work to do here right now. Christ work, that is. Why? Because we are the remnant. We are the light. And if we do not stand for Christ, who will? Today we read in Romans chapter 11. And the Zionist says, always says, Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. Well, I'm glad, dear Zionists, that you love Romans chapter 11, because I love it too. Romans 11, 4 through 5. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal, even so then at this present time also there is a remnant according to grace. Now I want you to mark one word in your brain housing this morning. And that is remnant. And I also want you to mark in that same brain housing the phrase according to the election of grace. Because only a part of the physical Israel, the vehicle that brought Jesus Christ into this world, will be saved. And that is by faith. Romans 11:7. What then Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for? But the election hath obtained it. The rest were blinded. The part of Israel, this part of Israel is the Israel of God by faith. And it's not to be confused with the blinded Antichrist part that leads to witch covens of this day. The same Antichrist Israel that says abortion is their religious sacrament. Romans 11:10. let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. And all I know is this, my friends, if you are rooted in Jesus Christ, you will grow in his holiness. Romans 11:16. for if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And the, if the root be holy, so are the branches. If you're not rooted in Christ and his goodness, you are cut off from his holiness. Cut off from his holiness. But I will tell you this, dear Christian, you may be cut off from his holiness today, but repentance is always near in Christ. And I'm calling you and us and this people in this land to repentance. The church must repent. Judgment will begin at the house of God. Romans 11:23. and they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in for God is able to graft them in again. There is repentance here today. There will be repentance tomorrow if you're in Jesus Christ. This is not about being cut off from the salvation of the Lord. This is about 
holiness, and this is about repentance. We read today that all Israel shall be saved. This is the church. It could be no other than the church, the church who is the elect, who are gathered from the nations by faith. This does not mean that all of physical Israel will be saved past, present, and future to include Antichrist Israel. This does not mean that they will be saved without faith. This is specifically speaking to the Israel of God, which is you and I, the elect, the remnant in Jesus Christ. Verse 25 through 27, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of Gentiles become in. And so all Israel shall be saved as it is written. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. Again, this is the election, my friends, the election. Verse 28. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. How do I know that I can never be cut off from the gift of faith once it is truly received? Well, we read in verse 29, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Faith is a gift. It is the gift of God. And if you have true faith, it is a gift that has been given unto you and God will not repent of it. The problem is a problem of a lack of righteousness. The problem is a lack of holiness. And right now, America is very sick. Why is America sick? Because they don't have mothers to nurse their children. I do believe our nation has reached a reprobate status. However, I will still pray and I ask you to pray along with me. In Isaiah 33:24, and the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell in therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. This is my prayer. And I pray that mothers will rise again to destroy the witch covens of this world as they nurse their children back to Jesus Christ our Lord. And the mother's love is something unique. A, love, a mother's love is special. And if you're not careful, you will quickly learn what a mother hates by what she loves. The gift of God called faith is rooted in love. We believe so that we can see God. We repent so that we can please God. And we work because we love God. All because he first loved us, my friends. And listen here, let me tell you something. If your religion is inspired by hate, it is not inspired by Christ. It is antichrist because love proves what we already hate. It is the falling away from this love of Christ that is resurrecting the hate of Sodom and Gomorrah today. Romans 9, 29, and as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of the Sabbath had left us a seed. We had been as Sodom and been made like unto Gomorrah, except the Lord had left the remnant that is still here in America today that's preaching the gospel, we would be completely sold over to Sodom and Gomorrah. But there is a resistance. I am of the resistance. 
Mothers who love their children and fathers who love their mothers are part of this same resistance. There would be utter darkness right now in this land if there was not the light of the remnant seed in Christ in this land left. You are among the remnant or you're not. Plain and simple. Romans 9:27. Isaiah also crieth concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. Does it say all shall be saved, whether they have faith or not? No, it says a remnant shall be saved. Same thing that it says in Romans chapter 11, you Zionists who bootlick the physical Israel, who are antichrist, who will not repent and put their trust in Jesus Christ. You do a disservice to the kingdom. Cat lady on Gab says, what do you think about the Ten Commandments? Shouldn't we follow the true Sabbath? Saturday, as Jesus and the early Christians did until Rome instituted a Sabbath law around 350 AD, I only recently have begun to think the church has been wrong to ignore the Sabbath commandment. I'm very interested in your opinion, sincerely. Well, my sister in Christ, if you can tell me one person who truly follows the Sabbath law, I would be highly impressed. However, my dear sister in Christ, there are none. Read the Sabbath law. There are many specifics to that very law that are not adhered to or and ignored today by so-called Sabbath keepers. And I will also have you remember this, my dear sister in Christ and my friends, that Jesus Christ is Lord of the Sabbath. And it is to him that we better turn to fast instead of a particular day to worship in the week because we are missing out on the havoc that is being unleashed on this nation and country the remainder of the days of the week by covens of witches. And I will tell you this, dear Antichrist and dear witch covens, you will have no excuse at the day of judgment. The Lord has given you many chances to repent. Romans 9, 22, what if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Cat lady says, oh, I think you were saying that Jesus is our Sabbath. In him, we are always following the Sabbath at all times and special days are not to be observed because he is our rest. I'm not in a particular denomination or in a church that believes Saturday is the Sabbath. I just want to obey the Ten Commandments in the spirit of the law. Is it not still in effect? I appreciate your response. And I simply quoted to our dear sister in Christ because she did reply with much wisdom here. And the spirit that you ought to seek is Romans chapter 8, verse 1 through 4. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and did it, it was weak through the flesh. God sending in his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be filled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Some say, well, why did God create any man that would eventually end up in hell? 
We read in Romans 9, 20, 21, Nay, but O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Why did God create men that would eventually choose hell over him? Because God did not create robots, programmed robots. He created us to love him. And love cannot be forcibly, forcefully extracted. And it cannot be programmed in anyone. It must be given by the free will. And it's by the free will that we choose to love our God and Savior. It's by His, by His free will that He has given us that we choose to accept the free gift of faith. The Red Elephants had posted on Gab within 50 years, the West has been convinced that the Christian moral code, which condemns sexual depravity, considered homosexuality immoral and denounced abortion, contraceptives, pornography, and divorce was rooted in prejudice and hate. He says that as Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 20 prophesied, we have been persuaded that evil is good and that good is evil. He says, not only a social counter-revolution and a Christian awakening can save us, and I believe, he says, America first is at the forefront. We must refuse to be bullied into accepting any part of this new religion. It is imperative that we defend what is righteous and never back down. And I will say this, my brother, all of it is well said, except nix the America first and become Christ first today. Become Christ first because I'm done with the Antichrist and witch covens of this nation and country who has put itself first far too long. Therefore, I will preach the gospel to, to all people. Jesus preached the gospel, Jesus preached the kingdom, and Jesus preached repentance to the Jews. He preached the gospel to the Samaritan enemies of the Jews. He preached the gospel to the Gentile enemies of the Jews. And there are so-called Christians today arguing that we should not pray for or preach the gospel to certain people, certain image bearers of God. I will tell you that you must first learn what an image bearer of God is when God says, go out to all the world to, to preach the gospel to every creature. You mock God by saying you think that you know who these elect will be. Those who will be of Israel and Jacob versus those who will be the, the vessels of wrath as Esau. All I know is this. I do not know what hateful Christ that you serve, but it is not the Son of God who came to this earth as Jesus Christ, the Son of Man. A God who so loved this world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. All I know is that we read that Paul prayed for Antichrist Israel with a desire for them to be saved. He had a desire for his physical brethren to be saved, and so should we. Romans 10.1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. We are not to hate these people. We are to love them 
with the truth of the gospel, even if it hurts their feelings. All I know is this, my friends. We must rise above our feelings. This country has been living by feelings for way too long. We must rise above these feelings, which are manipulated by the witches from their covens. We must rise above this manip manipulation, this deception. We must trust in the Lord by faith today. Have you trusted in the Lord? If not, the Bible says clearly in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 11, and I will close with this passage, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For what the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Are you ashamed, my friends? I am not. All right, my Christ friends, that concludes today's episode. I'm glad that you tuned in if you were able to do so. see here we're going to go ahead and meet you over at our discussion so Lynn's tuning in for the ladies and I will be tuning in for the men if you're able to join me there God bless you all Psalm 128 Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Thy children, like olive plants, surround about thy table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children, and peace upon Israel. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.